0: SFJ 4x4 Studios presents. In my,
1: in my oversized four wheel drive Jeep. A Jeep podcast starring industry experts. Pure monosity <laughs> oh, What?
0: what? <laughs> Say that again. With mad scientist Scott Brown. Use my drill press as a sort of lathe. Our host,
1: Neil Simpson. If one light goes out, they all go out. Filled with shenanigans. We, we are really professional with Jeeps. This is I speak Jeep. I will share. I will share in a minute. You're live. When we're live, we're live <laughs> like right now. We're live. Oh, <laughs> I'm swinging my head. Good morning, afternoon, <laughs> evening. However, whenever you're listening to us, and we thank you for joining us here at the I Speak Jeep Podcast. This is episode number fifteen. We, we just like uh, last week. We planned it. We planned it. The yes. fifteen episodes. I am Neil with Simpson Family Jeeps, sfj4x4.com. And my esteemed colleague? Uh, mad Scientist Scott Brown. You had to Brown. think about it. I had to you think had to, about it. What the it. Heck forgot is his name? You I forgot. forgot.
2: You... Anyway, uh, today I was janitor, cleaned up some,
1: and, and assembled a Jeep. And assembled a Jeep. You cleaned <laughs> and assembled a Jeep already today. Look at you. You're, you're batting a 1,000. I, You know, I got to tell you, the uh, obviously, I have had the reasonably the same intro for, I don't know, about 10 episodes at this uh. point. Got yeah, change it up, and uh, <laughs> no, you don't. I, I, <laughs> I'm giving you the key. floor. I'm giving you the floor to introduce <laughs> it's always yourself. Very consistent and so have, have you? Did you see the McDonald's commercial for Super the Super Bowl? Think about what you just asked me. No, no, no. I know, but they've been playing it otherwise, Jeff. No, do you know what it is that. at all? Uh, all right, it, it was brilliant. Okay, it was absolutely brilliant, and you just doing that right there because it was your own stinking name that I asked you to identify <laughs> and you went, uh. <laughs> so in so, McDonald's and their brilliance of marketing. Sorry, I'm looking at my project
2: thinking about, oh, I need to do that and that over well, there. And
1: I don't, know, don't think over <laughs> there. Think over here. Yeah, I know. We, have, we have one hour with these wonderful people choosing to it. listen to us on the now. fastest rising Jeep, auto, and uh, off-road enthusiast podcast on the... Uh, On the internets. You heard that here first, folks. Um, So, McDonald's does this thing, right? So, don't focus over there. Focus over here. McDonald's does this ad where it says, you know, it's kind of like a blank screen and it says, you know, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? And all of a sudden, this person, kind of smiley, happy person, goes, uh. And it's just. That speaks to my wife's soul. It's just everybody. (laughs) Like, and it's just, it's this great multicultural marketing experience where everybody just goes, uh, uh and it's like you go up to the you go up to the the menu board and you forget like everything you're supposed yeah, to be doing in life you can't yeah. function it's like when i asked you to to just yeah my wife can't to your name to that.
2: poor girl working in retail since she was 16 yeah first at mcdonald's and now at aldi she deals with the public uh <laughs> on a daily basis <laughs> my esteemed colleague uh yeah. Well, she knows that. She lives with me. She knows how that is.
1: Oh, my gracious. So, what did so, you do this week? Well, no, wait a second. So, I went to McDonald's, uh. and I felt like the pressure was on not oh, to. No. Uh huh. And I was so frazzled by the time that I ordered. You got a cheeseburger. I don't even know what I got. It doesn't matter what I got because I was so frazzled because all I was trying desperately to do was to not say, uh. Oh, you know what it was? I was sitting in the Jeep, and the mirror blocked out a whole portion of the uh, menu. Ah. So I made sure to not say, uh, and articulate that I wanted a shamrock sham shamrock shake. Oh, boy. God, that's going to be a sound bite, that's, folks. That's a sound bite. That's going to make the blooper real. That's uh, right. I could not see the menu, so I was like, you know, that guy. It was blatantly in front of me in a big, giant, two-foot-by-two-foot two um, advertisement. But, uh, <laughs> oh, Joel, yeah. You, <laughs> a live studio audience we would have started with in filmed yes. in front of a live studio yeah. audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. or it's Happy President's Day. That's why people it off, and that's why it's important that we're here doing what we're doing. Yeah. All right, what did I do this weekend? I played basketball with my kids, oh, but good. I also attempted to hook up... Uh, Oh my gosh, she! I'm mean, with the pressures on when I say ah. Uh. Uh-huh. My adventure trailer. If you're unfamiliar with some of our social media, my wife and I, uh, in COVID stuff that was happening, we took it upon ourselves. We lived in an area where we had eight freshwater lakes and a county, you know, removed from the uh, from the shop here. And we decided to canoe all of those and camp and all this kind of stuff. So we put together this uh, trailer that my sister and I actually drug home from Alaska. And we affectionately call it. Thanks, Dave. Dave, I'm in the middle of a story and I'm reading Dave's comments. Uh, If you ever listening to us online, understand you can join us live on Mondays at 1019 a.m. And you can be in our live studio audience. but. You know, remotely, but virtual. virtually, <laughs> but anyway. So with the adventure trailer, affectionately the Alaskan Adventure Trailer, which is just this, it's a good story for another podcast. Good story for another podcast. Yeah, camping our way down from Alaska. But I was trying to make my wife's mall crawling JL, you know, play nice with the the Alaskan Adventure Trailer, mm-hmm. which I had wired just last summer to work well with my one ton Ram, mm-hmm. which of course is a very small trailer, very big truck. Yes, and I did a seven pin. You know, seven pin wiring kit. Uh, All Jeeps should have seven rounds on the back of them. Well, Jens has a four pin. Yep. And I was out in the cold. Like, I couldn't wait until yesterday when it warmed up a little bit. Of course not. It was Saturday night. And, of course, I didn't it was address it appropriately. Almost single digits. It was single, it was single digits. Yes, because you're and not I, happy unless your fingers can't be felt. And, that's Yeah, I you, you know, know gloves, I wanted hardware. to subject myself to yes. the brutal conditions. But here I am out power probing my wiring, and I'm chasing to the front of the Jeep and the back. And at one point in time, the Jeep was just a hair removed from my garage. And I was like, I'm not laying down in the slush. So I had to, like, back it in it's just standards. a hair. Uh, you know. <laughs> I did. I did lay down in the slush eventually to trace the wiring. Somebody did a uh, – the Jeep did not come standard with a tow package. Yep. And so somebody cobbed in, you know, an aftermarket T-harness, and it was all green. So here I've got the taillight removed and these frozen fingers that don't want to work, and I'm sh- wire stripping. Yes. And I I committed the uh, a cardinal sin. Oh, no. All you used right. a scotch lock, didn't you? Uh, I used a household wire nut. Oh no! Just, yeah, I did it. I'm that. I did ah. it, guys. This is not okay to do professionally, but I was doing it for Great. the purpose so of diagnostics. Ah, the purpose of diagnostics. Now I don't think that's okay. It's not okay. <clears throat> don't use household wire nuts, folks. <laughs> Please don't. I'll use vice grips over the. Please don't you do that. Yep. Uh Joe Harper's c- joining us this morning. We've got a nice group of people on President's Day here. Wait till you'll deal with the tw- <laughs> 12 pin. Yep. Oh. That, that exists. What's a 12 pin? It was in between. I'm a pretty well-read individual. <laughs> and your wife's joining us. You had a true Alaskan experience. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Good one, Joe. Good one, honey. That's not good. Uh,
2: so, anywho. <laughs> uh, at my old job, we had to service some uh, uh, service... Uh, what word I want to use? I don't know. What is the word you want to use? <laughs> Some vehicles for uh, windstream and and that kind of stuff. And they Some are fleet vehicles. Fleet vehicles. That's is the word. The word fleet. fleet were vehicles. you looking for fleet? <laughs> and uh okay. on their trailers, they were stuck in like 1961, and they all had 12 pins. Really? Yeah. It was what really would the 12 awkward.
1: Pins do. I'm a really well read individual thing
2: as everything else we're used to. Just different plugs, so that nobody has it, and it's a real pain to work with. And huh? Yeah. I mean, I could, I could. It's like they sat down. It's like, how can we make our daily day life hard? Let's do that.
1: His what? <laughs> the soundbite. That, that's the that. blooper reel. I love that's it. That's better than yours, folks. <laughs> <laughs> folks, we're really good with jeeps. I just want to make sure that we continue so my, to say. So my that. wife actually figured out why I do that. Oh, okay. It's
2: because I was a lonely child.
0: No, no, no. It's it's actually. <laughs> I've I've what? determined you're combining two to three words at a time. Well, yes, but and we just but have she, to translate. She came which up words with this; it's are. so
2: good. I'm gonna give her credit. Is because I was a lonely child and I didn't have anybody to interact with. Right. So I didn't speak. I read. So I sounded out all my words. And if you you know, sing, sing English language <laughs> is not friendly for the people that sound out words. You get wrong words. So here I am. I'm living proof. I like to say. socialize your children. <laughs> Scott Don't be living. me.
1: Scott is living proof to yes. socialize your
2: children. Yes, reading is good, but you need to socialize them too. Oh, geez. <laughs> I, oh,
1: this is this is why I I do I do love and appreciate what you bring to yes. every day. I think it's because your savantist nature, your brain is moving so fast. Yes, that too. With these, you know, kind of intertwined synapse fires. Yes. That's that's what I'm going to go with. So, while we're talking about stuff we shouldn't
2: do, yes. I should talk about what I did this oh, weekend. Oh, gosh. So, so those that don't know, I uh, bought a Hoyer, which is something that picks up people out of beds for the like, medical industry. For the medical industry for $25.
1: Oh, it's a great investment. I
2: pulled the flathead out of my frame last night a or yesterday head.
1: with it. Uh, Your flathead V8. Yes. What is that? Like, it, a, I don't know, uh, 800 pounds? I don't know. It's like. <laughs> uh, there's a roll pin that
2: holds a little lever that, so you pump it up. That actually broke. I was pushing down on it so hard. Oh, no.
1: Oh, no. And the frame isn't quite square anymore. Uh, <laughs> good morning, Kristen. She's she's, she's also uh, chiming in. Try telling uh, your kids to sound out a last name like ours. Yes. That's why I have a, a last name. I was on a crayon.
2: And that's how I got through my. Early that's a days. true story, folks. Yes. That Scott
1: literally learned his last name based on the brown. I remember being thank under pressure Crayola. in like the twelfth. Yeah, thank you, Crayola.
2: Instead of saying "uh," I was reading the crayon, going, "I got a cheat method here. <laughs> I've
0: got a cheat method." Hashtag not sponsored. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Crayola.
1: But we're welcome to take your you know contributions uh, if you yes. if you if you have any. Where's our twenty four pack of crayons. <laughs> I want sharpeners, too. Next week, a 24-pack shows up. I remember being with Rich kid, you had 60-pack. Oh, oh, man.
2: 64-pack, wasn't it? And 64, you're Balling. Right. Yeah, ballin. I wasn't one of the rich kids. Oh. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you just, you just you placed yourself on that one. So the whole reason I subjected the poor Hoyer to this is because I had myself, that I could not pull my engine lift out behind my body, that it was just standing there. And then it, once... It's important to note, you do have a a, a de- cherry picker. Yes. A, a decent
1: engine It was lift. just trapped.
2: And I, I thought, you know... I Amongst your projects. I couldn't get this out of its What in was its in path. front of it? The body for my car. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> so the, the body for your car is, is trapping... And on one side of the, the garage. Is there's a wall. Yes. And and there's all, I, all
2: my hoard of stuff that, you know, it's winter time, So everything just comes and dies in the oh garage. Oh, my gosh. I dealt with that this weekend as well. Yeah. So... Uh, and I'm working on the warm side, and that's cold. I don't like cold. So it's right. like, you know, it's just over there. It doesn't exist. Yes. And then when I started realizing the harm I was causing into my favorite tool, because I lift everything with that, transmissions, trans, you know, I was going to say, I,
1: you, you had that here for a little bit. Don't, yeah. don't hurt that Hoyer. No, uh, I'm, I'm pretty fond of it, it as
2: well. I can fix it. Uh, maybe not Greg-approved fixes, no, but I can no, fix no. it. No, no, Yeah. But uh, so I was like, talk to my wife, and she's like, well, you don't need to do that anymore you should get the we'll figure out how to get the the lift out of the out of the other side so i went over there and looked at it you know it's sad i what just took the legs off unbolted them with two bolts Yeah. Removed two bolts yep let the lift down and rolled it through the man door it was like five minutes you could have done that i could have done that yeah Uh, don't do do what we do no no (laughs) no
1: and you know what's funny you say that like you just bring stuff in and you dump it especially if it's the cold side yep and i'm dealing with that on uh my personal garage as well and so these like the project kind of like grows out the door you know what i mean because again you're like the last time i used the power probe i was like too cold and so i just kind of wadded it up and put Mm. it in front of the four-wheel project exactly which is then there's some totes that we brought down off the the flat, shelf flat surface flat surface. Heck yeah, you know which then has lug nuts on it, and now it has Makes grown perfect out. Perfect sense. To me. So I unfortunately had one of my neighbors talk about like he was. I think he was just trying to be you know polite about things, and he was talking about oh yeah, well you know I, I, I'd keep my my vehicle uh, in my garage, but you know right now it looks like your garage where you just couldn't get anything in and out of it if well. you ever wanted to and couldn't See, do anything. He was trying in there. to bond there, but he was he actually was. attacking. I felt yeah. I'm like, <laughs> My my man card was just kind of fluttered away yeah, yeah. at that point, and like, I was like, "Like,
2: I could totally be you know successful and, and purposeful." If but my, my garage, garage doesn't, look like, doesn't yours. look like yours, yes,
1: thank you. Oh, cool, <laughs> cool. Thank you. That's great. All right. Well, uh, did, and so you 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 lifted a flathead. Sorry, Obviously, lift, is there more to the thirty six?
2: Lifted the flathead out, and I actually uh, sold that off. It went off to Cincinnati this weekend, so I can finance my slightly higher horsepower I'm going from 85 to maybe 110 horsepower Whoa. knocking the socks off here. Whoa. Uh flathead build. And then I thought, you know, I want to clean up the bottom of the frame. And I jack stands will go tall enough. And I have Oh god. I have a lift. And I haven't broken it yet with the flathead. So I should totally just pick up the side of my frame and put it at a 45 degree angle and then put two milk crates and then put jack stands on top of that, and then sort of put them under the axles so Holy. I can work under it.
1: What? <laughs> that's what's. That's, oh my god! I'm so in love right now. <laughs> yeah, that's currently in my garage. There's milk crates holding up part of your frame. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, this and is. I, I can get behind this. And I thought, folks, we're not going to do that to your Jeep. I no. promise. I promise. foolishness that not... happens at home. Yes.
2: And, and then I thought, you know, I have, It's only went to a 45 because the Hoyer was maxed out on lift. Okay, and I rehooked it once, and it was like, okay, I can't go anymore. But now I have the engine crane.
1: Oh man, you can I'm stand light, that thing I'm right up. I'm laying it on its side at this <laughs> we'll point. It on its side, pick it right up t- completely <clears throat> sideways. Why not? You're a new man. Yes, I can, t-
2: and it takes up so much less space now on its on side. its side.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, stuff you're going to be able to do. I'm going to clean
2: the bottom and and the right tool for the right job. Right tool, right job. I don't know why I didn't do this three months ago because it was cold. It was cold. It was it was It was those two bolts.
0: We'll be back
1: after a quick break. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Oh. All right, folks. If you have stayed on long enough <laughs> <laughs> through our through our shenanigans on a, on a personal level, not a professional, but a personal level, and understand that's what uh, shapes us in helping you, mm-hmm. uh, we've got a, a fun show as the the clock is ticking. And um, again, you know, a big shout out if you're joining us on Facebook Live. Feel free to comment and and interact with us. Uh, we definitely love people being um, part of the show with us. Dave Jones has said he loves our website, and we appreciate that feedback. If there's something you don't love and, you know, you want to share with us, you can tell us that, too, and and we'll interact and see those comments. And they're coming up live, and you should also see them live on the Facebook feed. Also, uh, this will be up on YouTube on Friday. And, of course, depending on where you're at in the world and, you know, what time it is, you might be joining us via iTunes, Spotify, Audible, Google Podcasts, so on and so forth. So thank you for joining us and being part of that. Um, And uh, we hope that we are both informing and entertaining in the process. We're going to be talking a little bit about, obviously, what's going on in the world, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of our current event stuff. And uh, we'll be talking somewhat about the Jeep Wave and kind of how it all started. We had a nice, successful uh, post run on Facebook recently featuring uh, one of my sisters talking about how the Jeep life started for her, and it was very cool to see how people responded to that. And... Um, We'll obviously do our product spotlight hashtag not sponsored, and you can see this. Oh my! As I knock over the microphone, yeah, you're killing me. Uh, yeah, it, was, it was you all may or may not have seen uh, the microphone mm-hmm. was like literally spinning like something out of uh, Poltergeist. Not Poltergeist. Was that was that movie? No,
0: I didn't get us live in time to capture that. I was trying. Uh, yeah, I was. I helped him.
1: Yes, you you fix you fixed it. Fixed. per usual. That's, you know, <laughs> that's what you're good at. <laughs> And uh, and then we'll doing some some blind react and, and again if you've stayed with us long enough we'll be doing some President's Day trivia and Jeep related game at the end which yeah. Jeff and I conspired against Scott over the weekend. Yeah, I already struck fear oh, in Jeff's y- eyes though. You
0: you tried to conspire against him. I I conspired against both of you though. Yeah. Well,
1: there we go. That happened.
0: <laughs> okay. I took your idea and ran with it. Oh
1: boy, oh boy. <laughs> so we had uh to, to chime everybody in on our on our. our morning conversation there was definitely depending on where you fall on the electric vehicle side of the conversation you were either in love or you were hating them this weekend so uh you definitely had some some interactions uh made up stories boats on fire yep i i saw two or three uh
2: threads about it uh one of them was uh Fr- Fr- I can't say his, his name wrong, so I'm just going to warn you uh, right now. David Freitberger, Freitberger, however the heck you say his <laughs> name, from Hot Rod.
1: Frankfurter. Stop I think it. you just said Frankfurter. Anyway, there's a boat on fire
2: with a bunch of cars on it, and some of them are EVs, and there was that just started this like runaway thing. Okay. Uh, and then some tow truck people were very concerned about their uh, EVs just bursting into flame on their beds. Spontaneous combustion. Yeah uh so much that some of people are getting uh, roll offs filling them with water and if your car isn't totaled from the accident they're going to total it cuz they're putting it underwater <laughs> submerging it in a in a pool yes. basically which yeah. isn't that bad for for electrical fires. I think that's terrible for it electrical fires. It, worse, I it think. makes it worse.
1: It makes it worse. Yeah, you know, and, so and don't do that. And the thing <laughs> is, right? And the, the problem is that the EV world is so full of hearsay at the moment. Yep. So I found myself um, actively engaged in a conversation. If you are, you know, if you know me, if you heard anything, you know, that I've talked before, I love the Jeep Wrangler 4 xe uh, which is the new you know hybrid so it's a uh, part gasoline part electric vehicle i truly believe that's the it's the best first stepping stone uh, mainly because i think you have to start somewhere right though i think that it has 30 40 years of engineering technology behind it eh, you know maybe in the drivetrain but you know maybe not so much in the hybrid side of things right now those people uh, are not so literally on fire as you are talking about but figuratively <laughs> on fire because there is uh based on the hybrid the hybrid uh petro, I'm gonna call it petro, just for fun, petroelectric uh relationship, there is a there there's a a software thing going on, which is called form F-O-R-M. And if you are a Jeep four by e owner, you likely know. If you're not, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some, some edumacation on you here. Mm-hmm. But it stands for fuel. <clears throat> And oil um, – oh, gracious, I just drew a blank. Fuel and oil – Not you, too. I know. <laughs> gracious. I. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, I dealt with it all weekend. And, yep. and then it and, wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, and now it's gone. But it gets stuck in a process where Jeep has some sensors. And so whether it is a software interface or it is – uh, the actual condition of the oil, right? Nobody's exactly sure how this process angry. worked. The Jeep gets angry, and it gets stuck in in, in basically your internal combustion mode. Ironically, it makes me think of something I talked to my
2: wife about this week, hmm. is I am in this part of life where everything I own I have to unplug, wait five minutes, and plug it back in, and it <laughs> magically fixes itself. Do a hard reset? Hard reset. I was literally in bed, and my wife says, the refrigerator has this weird message on the screen. And I thought... Wait a second. You no.
1: unplugged and replugged in your, your refrigerator? And it fixed it. No. Had
2: an error. C1. I'm Googling at midnight your what the C1... refrigerator has messages? Well, and it's old, too.
0: I don't believe you. <laughs> so
2: anyway... <laughs> anyway, and I'm looking up, what does C1 mean? I don't know. I'm just, And my wife says, just unplug it and plug it back in. And I was like, you know... That is our generation. We just grew up unplugging our PCs and plugging them back in, and oh, magically yeah. they were healed. But I have to do that to my television, my refrigerator. I'm sure that the the stove is plotting against me currently. I'm not do that to that. And now we'll have to do that to our jeeps.
0: Well, and don't, <laughs> yes. don't forget the kicking it too. Sometimes you just it have to does get the help.
2: Kick. Oh gracious, swearing helps too. It hears yeah. you.
1: So. so, so. No, you got to talk nice to it. Totally you got to swear it by your refrigerator. Oh, you did. Of course, you did. <laughs> there you the, it With a bigger hammer, there, it's all good. There's your, your I father, had a Fred. In the garage. I would have totally swore. <laughs> it with the, a the legacy of Fred is 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 alive and well in your household. Which is why you know older, grumpier people don't like new things. Like yes, that. the newfangled technology. Well, that 2020 refrigerator just worked. Oh, oh my God! All right, so <laughs> so what's happening is it's not running an electric right. So you own this electric vehicle. And it's not running in electric, and that's the big crux of the issue. So it's mainly happening in cold-weather climates, so people – and what, what they're claiming is the issue is that you have a saturation of fuel that's basically contaminating the oil crankcase. Right. So think, think about our, our normal internal combustion engine. And sometimes a little bit of fuel does get past the rings on the well, piston. Well, it
2: depends on if we're talking about like a 2A Willys, then it's a lot or, <laughs> you know, hopefully our JLs, it's less. Right. Um,
1: but that's <laughs> what, what they're saying time. is that there's there's they this interface this kind of this it's very sensitive safety issue yeah and and so most people are experiencing on their second oil change which i thought was an interesting um quality quality of oil could have something to do with it. see and that's the thing and we both know from uh 2012s and 2013s and we had an oil pressure sensor uh sensitivity yes now we know that from decades of of Jeep life, mm-hmm. you know the question is: a lot of these people who ran out and bought a four by e do they have that same kind of you know background or they're just relying on Jeep? Uh, you're know, out unplugging Stelantis. it currently, and plugging it back in. Well, and that's the whole problem <laughs> is that you're supposed to be able to leave it plugged in, yep. and start it, and it's supposed to go through a series of checks and balances, and then. Um, instead of warming up, the 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 gas motor kicks on, mm-hmm. and so what it's supposed to do is it's supposed to get to an internal crankcase uh, temperature that would burn off the fuel. So you know how we've we've recently at SFJ dealt with when especially some of these newer Jeeps they almost have like a foamy residue on the bottom of the oil fill cap, yep. because of the short trips. The the engine is almost too efficient. And it's not getting hot enough to, to burn, burn, off off burn, and burn off moisture, burn off moisture, and so this is some type of safety control related to that. But ultimately, these so customers trying to run the
2: engine to burn it off, correct? And then they're like, "But I don't want you to be running right now. I want you to be on electric,
1: correct?" And that's the owner goes, "I bought this Jeep to be on electric, not to be on gas." Mm-hmm. And the Jeep's going, but I, I need to you know I need to protect myself since and the old the other thing about this is it's supposed to avoid stale gas. So if you fill up with you know eighty seven octane which is obviously, you know, has a high ethanol content in it um, at this point in, you know, day and age, and you just only ever make 10-mile trips, you could have six-week-old gas, gas, you know, never been been combust. It's a classic thing is we hate
2: all the new stuff sometimes, but there's reasons for it. The engineer we cussed did have a reason.
1: Right, has a reason. So the question is, are these abnormal uh, results that people are getting? Or are these yes. actually, you know, is this actually what's happening to the Jeep? And so now that we've added computers and electronic control, it's this kind of the challenging thing for these new four-by-E owners.
0: That, that, or is it a learning curve? And there's that is happening for a reason and we have to learn how to control that and how to prevent that without that question
1: which is why I love the 4E yes. as all a stepping of that stone. that is the case. And, and yet on the on the course of course the internet's boil it down to yeah. I'm trading this thing in cuz it's a lemon. Yes. You know, and I'm thinking I don't know if it is. I think we're we're all in a learning. You're beta testers. Yes. You signed up to be a $70,000 beta tester. Mm-hmm. Um and I, uh, if if I could afford that at this exact moment in my life, if I didn't have, I don't know, a barn full of half broken, <laughs> very cool vehicles, I too would sign up to be a seventy thousand dollars beta tester. Does, but does your sister know they're in her barn? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! She <laughs> went there. Oh dear! Don't say. Don't, no! Don't don't. <laughs> don't poke the bear. <laughs> don't poke the bear. Um, <laughs> But I thought it was funny. I'm just going to leave you with this one note. One of the guys, because uh, there was a big, there was a big fallout on this conversation, and uh, because one of the people suggested just letting it sit there and idle in your driveway for an hour, and uh, of course, then you know, people who own four by es are so probably uh, losing their minds. Are, are losing their minds because they they are part of the reason they signed up to be this beta tester is for an environmental footprint, and they're going, you're. Uh, you're wasting fuel and of course now people are breaking out their user manuals mm-hmm. which i love and they're talking about fouling out spark plugs and how idling is actually bad for your engine things that we totally like yeah. we should not comment on at this nope. moment Sorry. um <laughs> zip. yep zip <laughs> um, but one of these guys got online one of us one of us got online and said not actually one of us no, no someone like us good good call good call on that one yeah way to clarify Yep. and uh he got online. He said, "Hey, you know what you need to do? Get your engine up to temperature. You know, cu- a couple short in-town driving, then then get out on the highway." <laughs> this guy was as serious serious as they come. I mean, he's really trying to bring something you know yeah. valuable to the conversation. He said, so, "Get out on the highway uh-huh. and ram it into like second gear, as low of a gear. Oh boy, as low of a gear <laughs> as you can as you can make your Jeep go on the highway Mm-mm. and just run it at." Four thousand RPMs mm-hmm. as long and as hot as possible. Make sure twenty you minutes. Trade that sucker in before you, you know, too long there. I mean, people lost their minds. You know what I mean? Because he's talking about doing race car things down I ninety. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, you know. I mean,
2: I, I get his premise. He's like, oh, it's going to get it warmer faster he, and burn he, it off quicker, and I'm less impacting and all this yep, other stuff. Yep, that's yeah, exactly no,
1: what he was talking don't, about. Don't was <laughs> in twenty minutes, I can have this fixed in my Jeep. Yeah, uh, by running, you know, four or five thousand RPM down the highway in second gear. Uh, because you bring the internal, uh, you bring the internal temps in the the motor and the transmission and up beyond have, 200 degrees. I
2: don't know why my motor blew up at 50,000 miles.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm loving these conversations. Uh oh boy. <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> so right, Kevin, Kevin Halloran That's right, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Halloran get left
1: us a nice message online. Folks, I'm just gonna let you read that yeah. one if you're if you're around and available. Win, Last week I talked about ethnicities. I think I'm gonna yeah, I'm, leave I think it I'm alone. gonna leave it alone this week. Back away slowly. So I will I will always I got bring you, Kevin. I will always bring <laughs> in Jeffrey, the Italian Sally, and Monte. Yes. i no reservation there. All right. So there's my four by <laughs> E piece. I love that conversation, even despite the fact that I can't remember what the fuel and oil mode, <laughs> B- reduction, reduce, uh, rejuvenation. Just I don't know. Somebody tell me let what it that go. R means. Let I'm it dying go. here. Let it go. <laughs> All right. Also important to note, this weekend the Dayton Off Road Expo. And folks, this was a great show. Uh, is a great show, and it was saying was in the sense that we started doing this show. Um, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago, and we actually been started no long already. It has. Crazy. It ha- absolutely has. So, and I would. I wish Beth Hayes best of luck. She's one of the event organized. Beth and and, and her husband David. Uh, I love this show. It's just outside the Cincinnati area, in in, in beautiful uh, Wilmington, Ohio, and it's at the it's at a convention center. It's a great indoor show. We are unfortunately not participating in uh, in it this year, just based on our level of demand here at our facility and the ability to transition quickly into show mode is oftentimes a challenge, but it's a show that I love. And if you've got a little bit of time this weekend and you want to do some cool off-road stuff, definitely if you have kids, they've got monster trucks, they've got side-by-sides, you can actually sit and go into a monster truck. Uh, Not that one that's out and running around, but, you know, just you can chill in it and have a, you know, take a fun selfie. Very cool time. It's five bucks. So if you've got, if you're in Ohio, Indiana, maybe even Illinois, um Uh, Kentucky definitely is down there, or in Pennsylvania you want to drive, and you Pennsylvania you want to drive. You know, (laughs) Western New York. It's a really neat event. It's a beautiful area. You can get yourself some skyline chili while you're out there. Uh, Definitely think about adding that to your to your list. I was reminiscing because we actually started. They did a little history thing, and it used to be it was at the Hare Arena or Hara O'Hara Arena, and there was this convoluted series of buildings. And man, I I think Greg did that show with me the first year, and Scott Lindquist um and we just had the best time it was just this very organic experience for us um good memories there and now it's it's kind of fancy it's in a hotel and a convention center uh very cool and you can actually pull big rigs and all that kind of stuff into this convention center so just good time
0: uh, to go back to uh your form your made up word there yes i did google it for you thank you
1: it's Fuel oil
0: refresh mode.
1: Refresh. That's Such a very refreshing, word. refreshing <laughs> to know that you're on it, Jeffrey. <laughs> Thank you for googling it. I tried desperately to like look it real quick on my phone, uh-huh. and I was like, "Well, that's not good." Yeah. <laughs> refresh. I'm going. I got fuel and oil and mode. Refresh. Because again, they're trying to trying to make sure the gas isn't stale and the oil doesn't isn't saturated. It's a very cool thing. We need it to put our so finger on it. Yeah. It's it's. But it's like the 12s being 530 and yep. 13s being 520. 520. Um, and they did it for a reason. And they did it for a reason, folks. And there's a reason that it changed uh, a single year you know, production change on that as well. So yep. Yep. time will tell. And we thank you 4 e beta testers. Yes. New to jeeping. So we're going to talk about Beth's post. Did you see it? I or did. you know what post I, it is? I know what post it is. Okay. And uh, and we talked a little bit. You obviously mentioned how you got into jeeping Yep. Uh, you know, last week for the Valentine special. Uh, by the way, did Amy like her her Sander?
0: <laughs> We're not talking about Scott. The <laughs> <paradise>. Scott. <laughs> Scott. I, I wanna you made a beautiful Valentine
1: for her. On, it's on the refrigerator. On air. <laughs> it's and, on the refrigerator with my and kids. And he brought dryings. up Sander. Yeah. I'm just saying. I. <laughs> I was I was coming today. I was bringing something that was it's appropriate. Ship is that Davy the Savage would not look condescendingly at me and be like, well, "That's inappropriate, guys." So I was. Davy's
0: <laughs> never seen Disney movies. It's a apparent, right? <laughs> right?
1: We hope you enjoyed that Valentine special, <laughs> yes. and we're, we're trying desperately to make sure everything is family friendly at all times. <laughs> yes, her her Valentine is on the refrigerator, keeping my kids' sketches company. Oh, that's awesome. Yep, that's awesome. So, uh, with with that said, obviously we talked about your origins. No, no, no.
0: How did your wife like hers?
1: My wife liked it okay. She she's okay. You know, it, it, I brought it home. It's been a it's been a rough week. Lots <laughs> of transitions <laughs> for she, us.
0: Did she ask you why you made a bunch of Pac Man linked together? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> my <laughs> my <laughs> I can't even. I can't even handle it. My daughter ended up with it. I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, she. She. My daughter really was smitten by it. So we just okay. kind of. We yeah. just kind of allowed that to, to. Yep. You know. To. To be. You can to, try better. Do better to take next hers. time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. I thought I did a a ball I thought I did a bang. I mean it up definitely job.
0: turned out better than Scott's because you put more time uh, on it. I, 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 it. Ouch, it, Jeff.
1: And mine was like a gift. You unwrapped right. it and you know boom 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 and it was, you know, spelled out. I love there. Yeah. Scott Scott found some stickers. Blah. That was a pretty <laughs> good time. That was a pretty good time. But I, good his heart did look like a heart. I'll give it him that. Did. Yeah, with side cuts on paper. So yes. that's pretty pretty impressive work there, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as uh, Beth Beth got on a couple years ago and she did this nice. Uh, she actually is standing in front of what is now my property where we're building a house. Honestly, because it's this proverbial hayfield that my family literally learned to drive jeeps in mm-hmm. and to learn to drive stick because my grandfather uh, was a, a hobby farmer and uh, post World War II. You know, funny funny thing is So my grandfather had uh, in the occupation forces he had access to jeeps, and then he he. He came back, and, and obviously he was just a general auto enthusiast, uh, as you were of that time, you know. Yep. And uh, <clears throat> my dad actually owned the Jeep first in the family, and he sold it to my grandfather. And then my grandfather, that was a steel tub, and uh, it was this beautiful green, not quite the loading green that we're doing with our five here, but it was a beautiful green. And uh, my grandfather put in a, a fiberglass body on it, because that's what you did mm-hmm. in the uh, 80s. In the early '90s, and he used it as a tractor, basically. Mm-hmm. And so we towed hay wagons. And so my grandfather would run the well, actually, my grandma would run the tractor with the baler, and my grandfather would be on the wagon stacking the hay because nobody stacked it quite right. Him, it wasn't right unless he did it. Yep. And then he just yelled at the rest of us to do things differently. <laughs> you yes. know, it was just it was just his way Good of farming. showing his love. <laughs> yes. And somebody had to drive the jeep, which towed the hay wagon. Right. And so, of course, because I was, you know, I was I was six, uh, you know, I was I was, I don't know, nine and under. uh, I couldn't really do anything. They gave me the very important job of running ahead somewhere between the tractor and the baler with, you know, the machinery, the PTO running Mm -hmm. and the big, you know, the rake pulling everything up and chopping up things and bailing into tight little twines. Mm -hmm. And then the Jeep that was careening with little to no brakes with a giant loaded hay wagon. My job was to run run somewhere in between those two pieces of machinery. And and stand the bales on end. Oh, I'm glad you're still here. <clears throat> Adapt and overcome. <laughs> the strong will survive. And then the men, the men would would come alongside the, the Jeep and the trailer and they would grab the bales, which I had just so carefully stood on end and heave them up onto this giant, you know, hay wagon uh, you know, apparatus. So uh we you know, my sisters literally learned to drive uh because that was like the job. In the Jeep, it was like just throw it into low. And first and just drag it around the the clutch Uh, and and on and off the clutch and just drag it around the field, you know, Um, and we very cool thing is we actually have that Jeep in our family still, um, which was neat. But uh, but then, you know, my dad, my parents were teachers, so they were of course, poor. And (laughs) by the time we were able to, you know, kind of get on their feet and afford a Jeep, we bought this 95 YJ out of Columbus my dad did and it was like 97 98 so it was only a couple years old had that good 30 percent depreciation off the lot (laughs) and uh we buy this jeep and 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 loved it desperately and then um my dad made a uh, proposition to to you know to me and my my sister now they bought my sisters both first cars uh Mazda little Nissan you know that kind of stuff and uh, I had a, I had been given a Ford EXP, which is a super cool car for another story. Not cool car, sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> so you notice I you notice I left out the actual model of it, and I there just used the escort. trim level. I just used there the trim level. It was a Ford EXP Escort. Uh, so so anyway, so once I had uh, blown the clutch up in that, go figure. Um, <laughs> I my dad made a it was that much better. Now You don't have to fear for your Jeep's <laughs> lives here. <laughs> much better here professionally. Very much. Very much. <laughs> Not with his own jeeps. Uh, yeah, my own jeeps. Never make it out alive. No. Uh, so, so, my dad made a, a proposition to, to me and my siblings. Well, so I'll he'll pay for half, and we'll pay for half. And so that's a pretty that's a pretty big amount of money for a sixteen a year old to to come up with a few thousand dollars, but. Uh, that's what we did, and we bought my first Jeep. It was an '87 YJ out which of you heard about last week. Yep, out of uh, yeah, which you heard about last <laughs> week. And but of course, in, in no way, shape, or form did it resemble the big monster that I buried in the pond uh, in that story last week. It was actually this kind of derelict, pushed together in a you know the shape of a Jeep that we bought out of the hood on the uh, west side of Cleveland. And um, it was actually stuck in low range. Hmm. I didn't know that when I bought it. <laughs> and, of course, it's an 87, so it had a BA10 uh, Peugeot transmission. Maybe that's why it needed an engine. <laughs> oh, <it> definitely. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah, it was definitely needed an engine because some whoever was driving it before me, it was actually stuck in low range. And that's I bought it, and so it was like herky jerky, you know, as we were trying to drive it. I loved it, you know, I thought it was perfect the way it was. Yep. Um, and then that obviously helped me learn and grow, and left me stranded on the road many times, caught on fire a couple, buried in ponds. That's all good first stuff like generation whitejacks. Oh you? yeah, all all for. <laughs> that's why we don't have them. It wasn't cash for clunker, folks. It was the fact they all burnt down <laughs> in some manner, in some manner. But anyway, so, so my sister had an '87 as well. She had a four banger. Um, she actually went on to competitively wheel in that YJ. So it too. She still has that one. Yep, I got rid of mine. Um, it's I actually for the best. It was for the best. <laughs> and you know, people go, "Would you ever like your first vehicle back?" No, I don't. <laughs> like
0: good riddance,
1: good riddance. 1987 can keep that vehicle. I, it just it left me stranded so many times to to only partially my fault. Um, uh huh. <clears throat> the only thing, the only thing about that jeep. Uh, there's nothing that I want back from that Jeep. I love YJs in general, but there was just they, they. It was a first year production vehicle. I think it should be
2: a forming as as a young person comes up through and starts to learn how to drive. They should have to drive a carbureted vehicle one winter. Oh, absolutely. To
1: appreciate to appreciate our what vehicle technology today's. Yeah. And no, not just carbureted, right? Because I could I could understand driving a, a a carburetator vehicle, but this was a poorly computer controlled. S, essence, well, yes. carbureted vehicle.
2: Yep. It, it was garbage. And you think, oh, it's not that bad. Well, I got to tell you, you I w- I thought for a brief moment I wanted to daily drive an 82 Concorde with the same <laughs> motor he had. Wasn't a good time. No. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. Summertime was a good good little toy to have fine. to drive around. Winter, you know, 10 degrees or so with your non-delay wipers. They're just <laughs> either too fast or not on they're enough. T-
1: yes. That was not a good time. All right. So, so, so that's my, that's my YJ in an abbreviated version, right? And obviously, my sister has it and she tells a nice story. If you haven't seen it on Facebook, folks, make sure you go check it out and engage in the conversation. One of the people, uh, and I loved reading and seeing how other people got into it. And um, one of the, one of our customers, and since he, he, you know, publicly posted, his name is Mark. And Mark said that, you know, he, he heard of this Jeep of uh, you know, kind of for sale locally and he went and looked at it and he, he really enjoyed it. Right, and he thought it was cool. Now, if you are if you're watching us, it's typically because you're Jeep people. You might be an auto enthusiast overall, and we hope that we're bringing something special to your table. But if you're a Jeep person, there's just a special community that goes with that. Yeah, and and many people, I'm always amazed online. They say I waited forty, I waited fifty years to get my Jeep. I've always wanted one. Well, everybody has a Jeep story. That's something we've had absolutely ever.
2: Uh, you know, I remember when I was little walking around, uh, you know, Ashtabula with my grandma and there was this cool red Wrangler or CJ at that time, it was a Jeep. That's all I knew. Right. right. And I thought it was so cool. And I, I just wanted one. And there's so many stories. I hear that all the time. You know, I wanted one since I was a, you know, in
1: high school, yes, uh,
2: and I finally got it.
1: Yeah, the cool guys had it in high school, yeah, and, and I have waited my life, and and I'm in a position I can finally have one. Yep, there's very sense. few
2: vehicles that get that kind of response.
1: Exactly, right. So so I think Mark and go goes and 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 sees this Jeep, and of course he's smitten by it. But he 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 writes on uh, on our Facebook post that he let his wife drive, and the oh. wife was enjoying it, but. As another Jeep was coming, Mark says, now they're going to wave at you, so be <laughs> ready, right? Yeah. And, um, and, and, of course, as that Jeep kind of pulled up on them, th- sure enough, that Jeep waved, and, of course, they enthusi- enthusiastically responded back, and what a cool piece of our community that is that maybe we take a little bit for granted yeah. Uh, sometimes, especially those of us who've been in it for decades at this point. But what a, a cool piece of camaraderie or you know, relationship. There's very few other things
2: that get that. Like Obviously, motorcycles do. Right. We've got the motorcycle wave. I've uh, actually
0: got a really good story about that with my father-in-law. All right. Uh, so he he actually is a was oh, a Harley. All right, rider. Right, well, no, I'm gonna. All okay. right. All right. <laughs> it's
1: Jeep the, Wave, the Italian stallion. <laughs> Jumping <laughs> it in, on fire. He's enthusiastic.
0: Let's so- do it, Jeff. Let's do it. <laughs> My father-in-law recently bought his first Jeep Wrangler. Okay. And we, when we were down in Arizona, oh, I remember this story. He now. actually he was a Harley rider. Uh, Arizona people just don't wave at each other. He even Harleys they it's weren't the waving. They're grumpy. I, They're. Gr- <laughs> so I'm riding with him in his Jeep Wrangler on his on his test drive. We're trying to sort some things out. Did you more. own a Jeep yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course I own a Jeep. <laughs> oh, whoa. Oh, I touched on the salt in here. <laughs> ah. All so right. I work at SFJ. I've always, I've always owned Jeeps my whole entire life. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> <so> <laughs> I, I, said, I said to him, I said, have you been getting the Jeep waves? He's like, nobody waves down here. I, I'm not even paying attention. I like, just pay attention to the Jeeps. Right. Every Jeep that he passes in Arizona waves.
1: All the Jeeps wave. All the the Jeep Harleys wave. don't. He cannot believe it. He really, said,
0: nobody in Arizona waves for anything, and Jeep community waves. The Jeep community strong. Yeah, strong. Jeep. Do
1: they have a? Do they have a Corvette community because the only other ones that I know are the Corvette folks and classic cars. Classic cars wave at each other. Do they?
2: Yeah, they, they do. That that yeah, that is a thing.
1: Hmm. Yeah. hmm. Yep. If you're, I in don't your know classic... about Arizona, but yeah, but probably not because in, in North Northeastern Ohio, the classic, cars. classic
2: car people wave.
1: So, so in general, we've got classic cars, we've got Harley's, we've got maybe the Corvette Polo Club, no. and I'd say motorcycles because I've never had a
2: Harley, and other bikes will wave at you. Uh, that you get snubbed sometimes by Harley people that you're not on a Harley. They won't wave at you. But that's the same way with I've seen
1: it with Jeeps too. Yes, I'm trying not to talk about ethnicities, and he's putting a whole group of people on Harley's down. S- I'm sorry, oh, oh, I'm here for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Harley Harley owners, I believe in you. <laughs>
2: <But> <laughs> something I was really amazed when I got my JK is other JK people would wave to that Jeep, but if I'm in my wife's seven, they wouldn't wave to it. Really, it's like they only identified with the same vehicle they. They have. probably
1: only know. I mean, there's a, there's a vast majority of of, of entry level people. Who, who kind of just know that it's, yep. you know,
2: what their vehicle looks like. And I have like. a call-out. Oh, boy. If, if you get one of those hand wave things on your mirror, yes. you still
1: have to wave. No. That doesn't give you a no. free pass. No. Put the hand wave on your mirror. <laughs> nope. Yes. You got to wave at me. I'm no, not waving you at your mirror. No, you don't. You can wave at the <laughs> mirror, folks. Put the hand wave on. Maybe you're distracted. Nope. You shouldn't be a distracted diver, driver, but maybe D- you diver. are.
0: driver. <laughs> You're right. You shouldn't be distracted. You should be looking at the road, not other people's hands. That's right. You're not
2: waving. So that's why <laughs> Especially it's Especially when on you're underwater with mirror. your, your what, air tank on your back.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. This is the grammar police show, folks. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I got to run with
2: where, it. I get beat where, up so bad. <laughs> <where> we, <laughs> the few times I get to beat somebody else up with it, I got to
0: go for it. <laughs> All I know is our next blooper reel is going to be great. <laughs> oh, no. Nope. All from
1: this episode. Right? No, no. No. Uh the wave, right? So we actually built a, a gladiator. Uh, he was kind of funny in the process. That he actually got specialized plates that said oh, "not waving, not waving." And um, I don't know what his exact intention was, other Damn. than just to be a rebel with yes. with a without a cause. But uh, yeah, he actually got it not waving. So do you know where the uh, where the Jeep Wave? originates from or well, at least folklore says it's, it's my
2: folklore that i choose to, to like is that the gi's would wave at each other and mbs up and down the the road that kind of stuff. i agree
1: with you and that's 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 what i i too believe and i think the the interesting thing was again like my grandfather in the uh post-occupation forces when somebody was driving a jeep you you kind of could assume that they that they had a connection to you yeah and so, while you didn't actually know them, you could think, you know, maybe they served; um, they were willing to subject themselves to, you know, the uncomfortable condition of the leaf sprung open air jeep. Yes. And so you'd wave, you know, which I think is cool to to think that the the jeep wave has lasted uh, eighty years. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I I like to believe that. Yeah. I'm on board for that. I'm on board for it. I'd like to know somebody. I'd like to talk to some of our, our friends and acquaintances who were around in the Jeep community in the 60s and 70s and, and know if the Jeep wave was as prevalent then as it is now.
2: Yeah. You, you should totally let us know on, on the comments and that kind Absolutely. of thing. Absolutely. you're watching on YouTube or Facebook,
1: yep. let us know. Do your two cents of that. Well, you know, if you, were, if you were wheeling, jeeping, racing – um, you know, was that a thing in the '60s and '70s as much as it is now? People get online and like, they didn't wave. How dare this new brand, <laughs> this new model of Jeep? Oh yeah, uh, they're they're not waving. As, so
2: as, as long as as soon as there was another Jeep model, there's been
1: Jeep haters. Oh my gosh! As soon as there's a new <laughs> Jeep model, and especially if you build up that Jeep model. So I'm going to tell a little story on my wife. She's not watching, anyways. So of course, I'll, just, <laughs> I'm I'll sorry, tell a little Jennifer. story, and of course, we all know her 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 gorgeous mall crawler that I wrecked last. Uh, Less than the beginning, of but January. it's fixed now. But it's fixed. Guys did a wonderful job on it, and big, big shout out to our friends at all, our paint shop at Safe Light, all of the above for pulling together and making that work out nice. Um, so so how did my wife get into it? Uh, she she obviously didn't. She's been forced into it by <laughs> by loving me, and uh, and so you know so I bought her uh, a Beat XJ when we were first married, mm-hmm. and I thought that was a good idea. I didn't consult her. I now Don't know that. that wasn't a good idea. Nope. Um, <clears throat> she, had a, she had a car as well, but I thought, you know, this is going to be an opportunity for a 4x4, you know. And, and again, that was, you know, because it's an XJ and it was beat. And because the car wasn't cool, it broke down all the time. Oh, all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Both of those vehicles broke down because I was young. We were young and married and, and uh, you know, making choices. So, you know, those vehicles broke down. So then she went about a decade without a, any Jeep any jeepness and she was okay with that so then the JL comes out and i love them and i think they're a fantastic platform to build upon and to start with and the appropriate uh ruggedness mixed with accoutrements Mm -hmm. and uh so we we got a JL, and and then obviously here at sfj they did an amazing job we've got you know all decked out and fishbone and kmc and cooper and uh, super chips all those kind of goodies built up on it and um so so it's this it's this sexy looking jeep running all over the place, you know. So she goes into Walmart blissfully ignorant to the jeep, you know, the jeep wave, the jeep life. She's desperate for a hand on her mirror so that, you know, <laughs> so she can sort of be in the wave thing cuz she's just kind of not looking for other jeeps. She came back out to an angry note. Uh-oh. She came back out and she was like, "You didn't wave at me? You didn't wave at me?" Oh boy. Somebody was so moved by the fact that <laughs> she's driving a built jeep and she didn't wave that they made sure to find her jeep in the parking lot and write her an angry note Wow! it's a jeep make sure you wave wow <laughs> it's like, that's great yeah that's I, almost I, as good
0: as the the ducking of the jeeps oh you know i haven't I like been the ducking
1: i, I haven't do gotten too, but ducked I mean, people my, get
0: angry about it they do get angry i, do. I don't know why it's fun just have I haven't fun. gotten
2: duck, ducked yet in my JK. I got one for my XJ once, but mm. not for the JK. I've gotten ducked. Yeah,
0: I've got three on the JT. I know you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's because people like your bug deflector, old That's yes, Right, that is. The case. <laughs> it's all the bug deflector. It's Folks, blue. tell <laughs> us, tell us what your, tell us what your story is, right? Tell us, are you do you have a Jeep Wave story? Did, how did you get into Jeeps? If you're watching on YouTube, you I was attacked because you didn't wave. At were someone? you attacked? <laughs> Because you didn't wave, right? Or if you have a, a different belief in how the wave started, we'd love to hear it. Um, and obviously, if you have an experience from, you know, from that middle years from between the the GIs, you know, waving at each other because they decorated and, and, and kind of commemorated their experiences to, to now where it's this, you know, culturally fun thing to do. Where th- Were we waving? You know, I, I don't know. That's cool. Tell us about it. Do you have an experience with that? So, we're ready to do Product Spotlight. Product Spotlight?
0: And now it's time for our Product Spotlight.
1: Hashtag no sponsored.
0: Spot Spot spotlight. Hashtag no sponsored.
1: That's, that's really something. It's something. That's something. Yeah. We're, we're real fancy here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> we're just Jeff is always, fancy. Always in the constant pursuit of professionalism. And uh, bringing like the best possible experience to your Jeep off-road and auto auto needs. So, uh, our product spotlight today, folks, and the hashtag not sponsored, is a brand that is uh, that I'm, I currently have a love affair with, and all of our employees here. Uh, have some experience with them, or I would say the majority of the employees have some experience with them, and they are a brand that it, uh, has been putting up with my shenanigans a lot recently. <laughs> so I thought I would give them an appropriate shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also trying to bolster their their online experience. They have this uh, they have a dedicated installer community, which um, has a ton of potential. Yep. And uh, I was on there this weekend trying to you know to try and bring some fun and I saw that. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted I I wanted to build some camaraderie in that grouping because um the people on on their end and, and that's not to say that there's not great suspension manufacturers all across the country. There are. Um but this particular brand just keeps delivering kind of uh, high quality and kind of just a kind of a low characteristic way, meaning they're just kind of unassuming, you know? Lots of people don't know who they are yet. If you have an XJ or a ZJ or a WJ, you have
2: probably heard of them. 100%. But they have now uh, branched out and they have JK lift kits, JL lift kits. JT. JT. Yep, absolutely. Uh, And I, I remember when I had my XJ, I had their lift on it, and other XJ owners would get so excited when they realized you had this kit and then they'd want you to put it on the ramp and see you drive off the end because um, that's what Cause it would it do. Flex so much. It flexes so much.
1: So, folks, we are talking about Iron Rock Off Road or I R O. And uh, for a short and abbreviated communication, IRO is. I'm going to reach. I'm going to do this because they they're proud to put these made in the USA stickers yep. on there. We've we've certainly have. Uh, if you followed SFJ for very long, we are a USA proud company. Meaning, we really want to prioritize USA manufacturers. That's not to say that they're the only manufacturers in the world. Uh, We're not, but we want to support our our brothers and sisters as much as possible. And we also like to believe in the high-quality processes that USA Manufacturing uh, brings to the table. So Iron Rock USA is uh, out of uh, off-road. Excuse me. Iron Rock off-road is in the usa and they are out of minnesota yeah. oh boy. and
2: you have angry people now
1: <laughs> no 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 no. they're just no i'm not they're not gonna be angry they're gonna be sad they're gonna be like oh that poor special person <laughs> who can't pronounce minnesota um that was my attempt at northern minnesota uh, uh, it wasn't good I, it wasn't good
2: that's a sound bite right there
1: yeah <laughs> i'm gonna do it more if we have to talk about it because yeah. i actually really like saying it in my uh-huh. head uh, <laughs> that's, that's Nothing. No <laughs> <So>. Moving on. <laughs> yep. So uh if you've watched much of our social oh, I just smacked my microphone too. Jeez. If... <laughs> the audio guy's gonna get real mad. The at audio you. guy. <laughs> <laughs> If you've watched much of my social media recently, you'll know that we're doing a bunch with IRO. And they, again, it's not sponsored. We're really not getting uh, any type of a big bolstered relationship. It's just because I straight up believe in their products. Um, they are one of our most reliable manufacturers uh, throughout all of the supply chain issues that have happened over the last couple of years through uh, build tolerances, quality control, and then follow up. If you've dealt with me, uh, on you know on a business level, I'll always say, you know, it's not how many times we do things perfectly, but how we react when things don't go well, or how we respond. And and so I'm looking for you know as far as brands are concerned, how does that brand follow through on their customer service experience? And IRO has has stepped up their game significantly in the uh, in the last couple of years with all that's going on. So uh, Iron Rock Off Road. Uh, we've actually done a number of of JLS recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done what we would call a mid arm lift, and I understand that uh, Jeffrey is planning to do a long arm. That's right. On his JT, uh, we did just recently do a long arm upgrade on a JL. Mm-hmm. J- and J L U R J L mm-hmm. U uh, R, one of our research and development jeeps here. And uh, if you've seen, you know, some of my Tech Tuesday videos recently, we talk about the compound bends. We talk about the engineering that goes into. Making them, you know, very functionally minded, they invest a lot of time and energy on that, and not, you know, bolstering like big flashy marketing, and not, um, you know, they're not going after big shock development, you know, shock and stabilizer development. Yep. they really want to talk about energy transfer from a suspension you know from a suspension helps
2: it ride nice and and go down the road nice and that's what everything in my experience that has that lift on it it just goes down the road so pleasant and then you can climb over a boulder the size of your jeep
1: right and it's (laughs) it's important to note chuck norris my personal lj on tons and 40s and and all those goodies is on a iron rock off-road suspension the lsxj from our performance mechanic, Greg. He is on a iron rock lift. Your XJ that you built was similarly on an IRO lift. Yep. And, um, and again, we're just, we're supporting them because they support the off-road community at a, at a functional level. Uh, not a lot of, not a lot of flash, uh, from, a from their, you know, from their product line or how they brand themselves, but just just straight up works well in many and arguably all situations what they have very cool uh besides what i love to talk about their compound bends uh they try to bring the suspension inside or above the frame rail so inboarding typically is what they try to do yeah where other lifts will as a hit frame and then you have a limiting factor they'll pay us no problems you don't rub control arms when you steer. Correct. Correct. Some other suspension manufacturers will seek the path of least resistance, and they'll they'll actually lower um, your ground clearance by hanging your suspension con- uh, components below your frame rail. And then they'll go straight to the front axle. And they'll go straight to the front axle, where IRO is regularly, uh, especially on their long arm or some of their premium suspension components, will bring the components in. Um, and and uh, arguably, the price point-wise is not... It's not bad. It's not bad. And uh, so it is comparable to anything else on the market with a high level of engineering. And they like to
2: think about serviceability, uh, specifically the TJLJ kit. Uh, you don't have to take your arms all loose to drop your transmission out. It's all separate pieces. So someone's looking at it going, I can't you know, maintain this this way, so I want to do it this way. And I'm going to use more material and a little bit harder uh, design to do that and it's very appreciated at least on the service side over here.
1: Absolutely they have a longitudinal perspective that they bring to the table. It's not just kind of hurry up get her done. Um, They're really thinking about not only when I install this, but a year, two years, six years from now, yep. what's this suspension gonna gonna be doing for me? So uh, definitely, if you hear us talking about it, you see it on uh, some of our social media forums. This is the company that we're talking about. I, again, much love to to TerraFlex, Rusties, JKS, uh, Rock Crawler, Clayton. You know, uh, yep. all, all of all of those folks they all have their place. They do. They all have their place. Um, and, and any one that I forgot in the process is nothing, you know, we'll talk about them in the future, but right now I thought it was appropriate that we talk a little bit about this, um, and, and share just our continued or or my continued love affair with them. And we actually, they actually have an in-house machine shop, which is also very cool. I, I think a lot of our suspension companies do, but they're tooling out, a lot of their own parts themselves Mm -hmm. so their flex joints are largely made in-house they actually have rod ends Um, one of the things that they bring to the table which is super unique is their rod ends are almost twice the length of any other rod end on the market so you get a ton of adjustability out of uh, their componentry and of course in the in chuck I actually have, you know, a stretch, and they actually have custom-made stretch arms for me on on the front and rear. And, of yeah. course, that's a rear triangulated uh, suspension with a three-link in the front. You're not afraid to do a little bit different
2: stuff or special stuff for, like, someone like us because— you know, they're small enough, they're willing to do that. And you sometimes you get bigger companies are like, nope, this is how it is, this yep. is what we're
1: selling and you buy it or you don't. Yep. It was made in a batch of of, of a few thousand and, and there's yep. no there's no change in it at that point. Yep. Um whereas actually the part in front of me here it was a track bar mount and they actually offer several track bar mounts for the T J um, you know, platform, and this was one, we're doing a big uh, JK to TJ axle swap and this one, this track bar mount just simply is going to work better in our application. It moves, it's the one that's on my Jeep and it moves your track bar forward a couple inches. And I could talk at length about track bar mounts, but I won't bore you at this point about that. You can call <laughs> me. Uh, you can message me. I'll, I'll tell you all of the finite details about track bar mounts you never wanted to know. <laughs> Alright, so do we have a? If there's anything else about IRO, we'll speak now or forever, hold your peace. Otherwise, I think we have a blind react to deal with. Yep.
0: Blind Blind, blind. 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 react. Don't want to think about
1: it. Oh, you're, You okay there, Neil?
2: <laughs> oh, Jeff.
0: I, I really want to hit play on the video, but Go ahead. Neil, Neil can't even breathe at the moment. <laughs> Focus on
2: the
1: screen, Neil. Folks, I am so sorry. If you're listening to us from far away, <laughs> All right. We're going to watch something on the screen that we haven't seen yet, and then we're going to tell you. It looks like a tough truck uh, challenge already. Yeah. All is. right. These ZJ. Guys These guys push These on. hard. But one of them even ends up in the light. Uh-oh.
2: Oh, boy. Oh. Oh, air it's broken. Oh, gosh.
1: Oh. oh it's not oh. broken. Oh. oh! It's broken. Oh. <laughs> Uh, look at those sweet wheels. That was an aluminum. Poor ZJ. Uh, oh, that's just three
0: hundred dollars. Ah, that doesn't hold them back. No, no. drive it.
1: Drive. Oh. oh no. Oh, that's a nice looking XJ.
2: Yeah, the last one didn't have any rockers. It. Oh, oh doors, doors open. Doors, the doors open. open. Oh damn. No.
0: Oh. Uh, oh, it hasn't uh, had
2: any rockers. I feel a better now.
0: Uh, no worries. Just keep sending it.
2: That's like a early
1: '90s, Scott. Did nice. you see no, that? That was a.
2: Look at the look at the the light on it, the. It's an,
1: Oh, 97 to 01. I thought it looked like, oh. Oh, he broke something. Definitely he broke, broke something. And remember, I said someone ends up in the light? Oh, no. Dub J? Yep. Oh, boy. Dub J. present to
0: you the Dilly Gaff Send It Trump Wagon. Oh, oh no. boy.
1: Oh, no. Oh. oh. Oh, it's locked up. Oh, no. Where's the Wilder's oh, Way? It's, it's back at it. Back at it. He's He's. Oh. Oh, oh boy. You didn't need that rear bumper anyways. And... There it goes. Boop! Boop. Just booped it. Booped it right into the lake. Oh, poor Jeeps. That was, uh... We should have a moment of silence for those Jeeps that gave their lives... I was in my moment of silence. You're laughing. I was in my moment of silence. That was uh, that was like a that was we could experience the Cherokee. You know that was experience yeah, the, life the
2: Cherokee span of Cherokee. We had
1: we had a XJ, we had a ZJ, we had a WJ. Yeah, we just needed a KL out there. Oh boy, I, I would have ripped it up in a KL. Yeah, you probably would have. <clears throat> Remember, top it, prize was only three hundred dollars. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's mm. quite, it's a little bit out of their price range. There, <laughs> <laughs> give it time, it'll come.
1: Yeah, the KL would not have not have been worth it at that point. Yeah. Uh, you know, I always watch those and I think I I would like to do that. Nope. No? No
2: desire. <laughs> no
1: desire. Hmm. <laughs> no, I'll help build it. Yeah. But but you can
2: get the wife know, won't let me soreness from it. Wife won't let me. I think I've, I've tried probably for the best. She's seen Kristen, what we do in our Kristen, own garages. Your
1: your husband said he might be a sponsored driver for SFJ. Yeah. No, uh just tell him no, Kristen. Wonder how you feel about that? Because I'm okay if I send somebody else out. Yeah. I,
0: I will totally do it. She knows I would. Uh. <laughs> Jen's Jen won't, uh, won't like it, but she knows I would do it. My wife's
1: laid the kibosh on me. I've yeah. tried to do the um like the the figure eight track. um oh boy. Derby Drive. No crash Arama. That's yeah, what I was looking no. for. Kristen, Kristen's waiting and saying no, nope. <laughs> big no, big yes. no from Told the wife. She wouldn't like it, but she knows I would do the, it. The big no <laughs> from the wife. There. How would you feel about the the ZJ's performance? I felt it was. Or it not was okay. ZJ. I meant the uh, uh, I meant the uh, the Dub J. Oh, I felt WJ. it was underwhelming. Yeah, it was probably broken. It was broken. <laughs> probably had no no no. Uh, Structural support for the control. I don't think
2: any of them had any structural report support left That XJ
1: looked pretty good to me and No,
2: I didn't have any rockers
1: Meh <laughs> We don't need rockers where we're going <laughs> With that said, folks and in, uh, in in true honor of President's Day, and of course, uh, in a in a moment of actual solemn importance, uh, it is an important day. So, those of you who uh, have the day off, you know, I, I, obviously, we're here doing the show for you so that you enjoyed it. And uh, it's important we recognize the contributions of these these good uh, individuals who have served our country well over the years. In less of a less of a solemn moment, we're going to play the game made in the USA, Honest Abe, a game of truths. Jeffrey, did you have an opening for that? I do. Of course he does. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Why Why are you cracking up? Can you hear me? Can people hear me right now? Hire a guy with with, with a background in sound quality. He's supposed to be a mechanic, folks. Just so we know. He, he was hired as, as a technician. Um he literally has a degree in uh, in sound production. Are we going to play the game? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should be like take my hat off. Right. I should There's a flag uh, behind you. Oh dear.
2: Uh, do we have enough time for this? I, I <laughs> Can we play the We're game now? We there. ran out of time a while ago. Can we play oh,
0: the game now? how he, he complains triangle. about singing, but he does
2: it every Banner
1: chance he gets? yet way <laughs> for the land of the free? baby scribbling on his For the home of the brave.
2: This soundbite was brought to you by Neil Simpson.
1: <laughs> play ball. <laughs> I, uh, that's, a great, that's a great song. I really uh,
0: was only going to play a clip of it, but you yeah, guys got so into got it. He got moved I, by I I the moment. <laughs> oh, we're okay. Uh, nobody's watching anyways. That, <laughs> yeah. They've all signed off at this point.
1: You scared them off. <laughs> yes, they're done. All right, so this game is called Honest Aim.
0: Abe. I can't even talk. <laughs> I'm <of> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's rubbing off on folks all over right. here. <laughs> a game of truth. Uh so
1: how long is this going to be? It's
0: <laughs> I don't know. Each each round will feature two truths and one lie. Neil and Scott must work together to determine the lie. Okay, okay. Uh politics do not matter. No. Uh, our production team only looked at Jeep facts and ignored all political positions. Please refrain from any political comments. So, round 1. In 1930, President Herbert Hoover appointed John North Willis to the ambassadorship <laughs> <laughs> of what? I'm done. <laughs> 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 What? Are, you gonna right. be,
1: are you going to be one of the people who insist on saying Willis no, from here no on out? Person. No, it's his name. No, it's we not. don't.
0: I'm not talking about the Jeep. I'm talking about the guy's name. <laughs> oh, mm. my God. Your wife
1: just suggested. First of all, we've missed like 16 people have commented. First of all, Chuck, yes, our sound guy is a rock star, <laughs> the Italian stallion. Uh, Dave, I love that you love the fun. We're here for that, and we'll keep on delivering. And of course, Jeff's wife just suggested we should have a tongue twister episode. I'll just no, be quiet. No, it's not going to be do, good. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> All, All right, right. Willis. So, so the next one, Lyndon B. Johnson owned a Willys Wagon. <laughs>
2: there <it's>, that's better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or see the National Museum of Pacific.
1: I War. don't know what we're has supposed George H.W. Bush I wasn't paying attention. Which one is a lie? Which one's a lie? Oh, okay. All right. So in 1930 President Herbert Hoover appointed John North Willis <laughs> to the ambassadorship <laughs> of Poland. I mean, it's
2: probably technically right being Willis for I, his name. It is. I'll, I, I'll, I think yeah, that's I the think lie. I think that's
1: inappropriate. Uh, Lyndon B. Johnson owned a Willie's wagon. I can believe that. And Museum of the Pacific War has a H. W. Bush sitting in a World War II jeep. So I'm going C is definitely true. Uh, I feel like B. You feel like A. I think
2: A's are the lie.
1: Because I can an ambassadorship of Poland. You know what, I, uh, I, so, 1930, okay, I'm going to go with you, because I, I don't like the date. Yeah. All right, A.
0: And?
1: I don't know, do technical.
0: That... The lie oh. is the National Museum of the Pacific War does have a George H.W. Bush section that includes a World War II Jeep, but the president is not featured in it. Jeffrey. <laughs>
1: Okay, folks, we <laughs> <to> do,
0: we're off <laughs> to a banging start. start here.
1: Bang start Those here.
2: Technicalities. Okay. Oh, that's, that's how it's uh, going to go too. That's yeah. how. Well, yeah.
0: okay. So, a President. <laughs> how Bill it's going go <laughs> to go too? He said. <laughs> <laughs> so, a President <sighs> Bill Clinton made a campaign trail stop to watch the two millionth Jeep Cherokee roll off the assembly line at Toledo's Chrysler Jeep plant. B. Barack Obama's first new car purchase was a 2000 Jeep Wrangler. C. Some of President Ronald Reagan's iconic photos are in his willies, CJ6. That was a Christmas gift from his wife, Nancy. So the B one, I think, is a lie because he had a Grand Cherokee
1: or something like that. I, I, I agree with you. As much as I want to see uh, good old Barack rocking a, a Wrangler. Yeah. I okay. Think he, I think I had a Cherokee. You're correct. It nah. was a Grand Cherokee. Well played. Well played. On the WJ. he mm-hmm. was a J owner. Okay. Yep. All
0: right. Final round. A the 1940 Ford Model GP, number one pilot. Why did he write so much? <laughs> I, I am I mean, already regretting it.
1: <laughs> so I feel like I need to adjust was, my glasses. Was based oh, on this is like Jeopardy all over again. <laughs> 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 the routes progress just like Jeopardy too. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
0: yes. Uh, so it was based on American Bantam's design, and today is the oldest known Jeep. It's in mostly original condition and can be seen at the U.S. Veterans Memorial Museum in Huntsville, Alabama. B Get choked up over there. Yeah, you're <laughs> choked up. There's you're- a lot of words here. <laughs> B, President Joe Biden joked about driving on the Detroit Three Vehicles on the White House property for an event. Mark Stewart, the COO of Stellantis North America, spoke up and said, Keys are in the Wrangler. This is how Biden came to drive the 4xe on the South Lawn in an unplanned media event. C, pro- President Reagan was only ever seen driving his Jeep on his private ranch because current and former presidents and vice presidents are not allowed to operate motor vehicles on the open road. Hmm. Lyndon Johnson was the last president to drive on public roads. I think A is
2: the lie because I don't think based it was on based on the <laughs> on design. They all had their own designs for their prototypes.
1: Ford, because it's 1940. And they yeah, should the not GP have that.
2: is the prototype for Ford. <clears throat> Correct. And Bannum had their own. They actually had two different prototypes, and then Willys had their own prototypes.
1: Yeah, I uh, I believe there is something in Huntsville, Alabama, but I think well, the lie obviously is in he it, has technicality. I crap think there's over a there. lie in technicality. I think <laughs> the lie is in technicality. But I, I did enjoy seeing the four uh, by e getting drove around. Got get driven around i don't remember exactly i I
2: didn't know that about c but i believe it i would believe that
1: i i i totally believe it as well i've never seen a president drive yeah as a little kid i was i was paranoid that i was going to get to a point in my life where i didn't drive do you remember the 90s like everybody just rode in limos and like tv shows and stuff Mm -hmm. or maybe that was just how i felt (laughs) whatever (laughs) jeffrey we're going a a a based on technicality
0: okay well you're wrong Um, Uh, there's actually no law that prevents presidents or vice presidents from driving on public roads. However, it is highly enforced by secret service and all parties seem to adhere, but they are legally allowed to drive. So it's,
2: it's a rule, but not a law.
0: It's not even a rule. It's just something the Secret Service it's would prefer you not Scott, to do. I, think, I take that as a rule. You know,
1: I think we're going to have to <laughs> do something about Jeffrey and his yeah, facts. We are. Because. Listen,
0: I, I even triple checked <clears throat> these because I didn't want you coming back at Folks,
1: me. Folks, if you are still watching <laughs> uh, and haven't gone to sleep. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> all three of you. We apologize. And we hope that you've enjoyed this segment. Hey, before by and was actually Jeffrey's really cool. lies. Anything that Jeffrey produces <laughs> for us as, as facts, we cannot say his actual facts. We don't actually know his if we brain, believe him is. at this point. Yes, <laughs> this is not peer-reviewed, uh, researched, and documented by uh, some type the of the Jeep experts. <laughs> Just because you're wrong sometimes. <laughs> oh, did you hear that semi again.
0: Oh, <laughs> anywho.
1: All right, Jeffrey, that was very good. Uh, even though we got smoked in the process. Yes. Yeah, I knew I that was you gonna pretty happen. pretty good. Wasn't it like fifty-fifty? We didn't do good at all. There was three rounds. We got two wrong. We got a D. If if this was based on on production quality <laughs> uh, of a business, we'd be out of business. <laughs> I still say A was wrong. <laughs> Also, yeah. 1940, uh, Bantams, they were competing against each other. Correct. Uh, you know. I cried bullpucky. <sighs> All right. Folks, <laughs> if, depending on wherever, however you're viewing, watching... If you're on YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe, smash the uh, subscription button so that you get more updates, Tech Tuesdays, fun video reviews, uh, you know, whatever cool stuff that's going on down our, our our media chain. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast station, think about you know logging you know, to the to the outboard page and leaving us a review, um, you know, telling people how much fun you have when listening to Jeep and off road and on road and all that kind of good stuff, and. uh <clears throat> Obviously, you can always, you know, join us live on Facebook, ten nineteen a.m. on Mondays. We sincerely appreciate you guys joining in, being part of it, communicating with us. And uh, it definitely helps motivate to continue to make more fun, semi-factual. <laughs> 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 They're factual. <laughs> Lies. Jeep and auto enthusiast content for you. Until then, family, Jeep on. Jeep on.